Here's a little story that should be told about Bernie, Jeff, Jack, Gus, and Joel. Well, we're all stuck in dead-end jobs with the drunk tanks here, so let's get it on. Let's get it on, baby. <laughs> okay, before we go any further... That short and sweet. I have seen the Xbox 360 multi-disc changer that Ben Heck built. Oh, yeah, please fucking stop tweeting I, 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 and texting and aiming. I, I hate and to sound like an asshole. Messaging us. But literally 50% of my personal comments on the website are that fucking link. It's like someone will post a link to the story on Kotaku, and then the next person will post the immediate thing like 30 seconds later. Like, did you not see? It's right there already. Hey, while we're at it, too, uh, if anyone ever sends the link to the fucking lady calling and yelling at the Alamo Draft House to anybody in our company, I'm going to ban you. We hey, must have got that a thousand times. We love you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I like the audience. Hey, did, you guys, did you guys hear there is a bill going into Congress that's going to shut down Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Come on. I don't know if you got that or not. God. We've been getting a lot of repeat submissions for oh stuff to talk God. about Man. in the podcast lately, I feel like. Yeah. We talked about that, you being too lazy and wanting a disc changer like 70 podcasts ago. Yeah, People yeah. have a really good memory. We have a bunch of elephants listening to this. <laughs> I think people just go back and listen to old podcasts, or some people have just started listening and have we're done a marathon. Up. We're yeah. big in the pachyderm demographic, is what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I've learned from Twitter in regards to the Drunk Tank podcast is that people will fall asleep listening to it, which is, first of all, how dare you? And secondly, <laughs> that if they do that, they end up dreaming about us. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. In yeah. the whole history of Red vs. Blue, I don't remember getting so many messages about people dreaming about us. Yeah. Gus, you're a big subject of dreams. We're in their head. <laughs> It's like we're laying right there next to them, whispering sweet nothings angrily. Yeah. Why don't we just start lacing like the last fifteen minutes of the podcast with like sleep therapy things that would benefit (laughs) us? Or we should we should uh, get a get a fifth mic and just have subliminal advertising going on the whole time? (laughs) Buy a DVD. Gus wants a technological desk. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone seen the new three sixty (laughs) changer? Please email it to Gus over and over. So when Gus is talking about this weird phenomenon in our personal comments on the website, when something comes up that might be relevant to us, people just post it again and again. And they'll literally, like Gus said, someone will post it and then someone will leave the very next post like 20 minutes later saying, have you seen this yet? And a link to the exact same thing. They'll stack three or four at a time. Yep, I got got multiples. I think uh, there's, there was one user on the site, Key Weirso, who uh, <laughs> came into my personal comments and he noticed it on his own. It was like, oh my god, have you seen the multi-disc changer? <laughs> he just, like, he just adds to the everyone. fire, though. He is like a huge can of gasoline. He doesn't right. start any fires, but goddamn, does he maximize them. <laughs> he likes to fan the flames. Yeah. He's, yep. like, he's like Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, you know, no one's going to get that reference. I'll, I'll, I'll link a video in the, in the link. Don't Billy Joel was very popular in the 70s and the 80s. People know who Billy Joel is. Come on. I bet they don't. Yeah, people know who Billy Joel is. If you ask Brandon to name two Billy Joel songs, do you think he could? Let's do it. Dude, I bet (laughs) you can't. I I bet if you ask Brandon, go get him. Go get him. Before you go further, let's not even even mention that he's a musician. Okay. All right? Okay, here he comes. We can probably convince him he's a politician (laughs) or... I need to set up a fifth mic here just in case we... How old is Brandon? 24? 25, I think. 25? Brandon. You were also surprised when no one on your Xbox Live friend list had ever heard of John Wayne. So... (laughs) It's true. Wow. (laughs) He didn't know who John Wayne was. Who was it? No one knew who Don Rickles was? Well, Don Rickles is 90 years old. Come on. Don Rickles, Rickles, wasn't he he in Scooby-Doo episodes? He's in Toy Story. Yeah, he was in Scooby-Doo. He's in Toy Story. He's in Toy Story. He's Mr. Potato Head. Or Mr. Tortilla Head, which was fucking hilarious in Toy Story 3. 
God damn it. Hey, it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. We're just, uh, we want you to settle in and total debate. You can take my mic. These guys are going to ask you a question. All right, we're going to ask you a question. We're going to probably ask you a series of questions. All okay? right. Let's All go. right. Brandon Farmahini, everybody. Hey. Hey, first off, how old are you? 24, 25? 25. Okay. Oh, seriously? Do you, already over for you. Do you know who Billy Joel is? Uh, yeah, the musician. Can you, what is his instrument? Seriously? Let's go with. It's between guitar and piano. It's between guitar and piano. Okay. Those are both so excellent it's a guitar. <laughs> yeah, you got a coin flip here. He was in Journey. <laughs> Don't try to trip him He up. was not in mm-hmm. Journey. They were the guys with Billy Joel will go piano. You're going to go with piano. Okay. Can you name two Billy Joel songs? To the night. <laughs> to the night. Yeah, to in. the night. Can we have you're not even getting okay. that right. Okay. You, you, you sound just like So him. that's one, one Billy Joel song. To the night, yeah. Yeah. To the night. And the other one is... <laughs> Jeff, that's that's ridiculous. No, he did that song about um, you know wanting to be free. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Right. I don't know anything about Billy Joel, but I I swear to God, I he probably that's such a generic generic bullshit song. Do you, well, he both both off, n- neither of those. The, the second song doesn't exist, and the first song is not Billy Joel. But uh, yeah, I just do you think people of your age range would know? We, who we, Billy that, Joel that's what is? started it. We were just curious if people curious. knew who Billy Joel. We was. made a Billy Joel reference. I think it's it's definitely possible. I wouldn't describe myself as big into music, so I barely know music that's going on now. Who, I who, definitely would not. What? So you have a car, yeah. right? And in your car is a CD player, probably or MP3 player. A CD player? You guys are old. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You've got an MP3 player. I don't even know. Is that old? (laughs) Should a car not have a CD player? What what are you listening to today, right? Like when you drove into work this morning, what were you listening to? Um, I was listening to sports radio. Uh, When you're not listening to sports radio? It would be on my my iPhone. Uh, It's music that I've collected over the last 10 years, but most of it's music I had when I was in high school. Mm. So, so, uh, so, so four years ago. What, what, what's the now playing on your iPhone right now? Do you have it with you? Uh, I'm just yeah. curious. Uh, is it I, like? I, is it like? Uh, I'm going to say there's like. Should uh, everyone use most out their iPhone and just go to the immediately play the whatever's not now playing. <laughs> Pretty sure mine would be Hank Williams. Mine's the. Uh, and I, I know I'm far away from the mic. Right Joan now. Osborne, one of us. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. It's like a late '90s. There you go. Let's see what's next. I think my now playing right now is Girl Talk. Mine's a big boy. Mine's Childish Gambino. Rihanna, there's some Rihanna. She's new. Yeah, <laughs> she's hip. All the kids. Duran Duran. <laughs> what Duran Duran song? Ordinary World. Is that song from uh, Layer Cake? Uh, it's also the song from Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the song from like ten years before Layer Cake. I, I have a question <laughs> for I have before. a question for Brandon about Billy Joel. Who was Billy Joel married to? I have no very idea. Very famous, famous woman. I've got one for him after I've, this. I've, I've got a funny story Still, about that, actually. By the way, there was a photo of her burning about two weeks ago. Did you see that photo? She, I'm she looks 20. She's almost 60, dude. I know. She's, she's going to be 60. Did you ever hear how he bagged her? He told the story. Uh, I heard him tell the story a little while ago on like a radio program. He was at St. Bart's. That's a 60-year-old woman. Where, in Nico, where Nico has his summer home. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was at St. Bart's playing. Uh, just He grabbed the piano at a bar because he saw her and uh, the other, the redhead one. What's her name? That was married to Rod Stewart. 
It's Christy Brinkley and uh, no. the redhead supermodel. The redhead supermodel was the one with Sylvester Stallone. No, 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 no. The one that was Angie married- Everhart. No, not Angie Everhart. She was never a supermodel. Uh, what? Angie Everhart was a supermodel. Was she? Yeah, I don't think so. You're talking about. Uh, I don't think she qualifies as a supermodel. Angie Everhart. <laughs> she, did, she didn't was have the gross annual income. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think I, I, I couldn't see through walls. <laughs> Google, Google, uh, Google. Angie Everhart is a supermodel. I always imagine her more as like a lingerie model. Like supermodels don't typically, which is pretty fucking super when you think about it. I guess, but you know, like supermodels don't typically uh, like star in the uh, bikini that, bowl. That's or whatever. a sixty-year-old woman. Right Did there. Billy Joel do the piano anyway, man song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that song. So yeah. anyway, who's the redhead that's married um, to Rod Stewart for so long? Sarah Gilbert. <laughs> I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Anyway, Rachel, Rachel Hunter. Rachel Hunter. Look at he saw both of them like at the bar, so he went and grabbed the piano and just started singing songs to them. Figured he could bang one of them. And, <laughs> and, and he ended up marrying Christy he, Brinkley. He met Christy Brinkley there, yeah. and like, they got introduced. And then I guess like when they met the second time, she couldn't remember his name. So she said, you know what? You look like a right. Joe. I'm going to call yeah. you Joe from now on. <laughs> so, so she made up a name for him and passed it off as a nickname because she could not remember what his name was. Thank you, Brandon. Bye, guys. You Brandon, can't just you, wave at the Brandon mic. Brandon just waved at the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> One of those really fancy funny. mics. <laughs> you can hear the wind. So you think maybe they were in the bar that night because Christy Brinkley was consoling Rachel Hunter. Rachel Hunter's like, I'm a fucking supermodel. I'm married. Like Rod, Rod, Rod Stewart. Yes, Stewart. And that's the night she meets Billy Joel. Rod St- he had one song in 1979. <laughs> I'm he was stuck with him. What was, what's a good Rod Stewart song? He seemed uh, Maggie. Maggie. That's what I was big song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rhythm of my heart. Is that another one? Mm-hmm. To the beat. Forever young. Forever that's, young. That's, that's another one. big uh, one. Yeah, yeah. That was like the prom song for a full decade. Mm-hmm. What was your prom song, Jack? Uh, Time of your life by Green Day. So, oh, that's a good song. Yeah, I associate right, that with the finale it's of good Seinfeld. Good is actually the name of the song. Good riddance. <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> Did they put that on the prom program? Good riddance. No, I don't think so. See you, losers. You know, I had a, I have watched every single episode of Seinfeld ever, and Good Riddance was the song that they played during the end, the finale of uh, uh-huh. of Seinfeld. That's that, terrible, that, terrible finale. Yeah, it was a terrible finale. That was actually on the clip show they did before the finale. Oh, okay. But I had a weird thing. Yesterday, I saw an episode of Seinfeld that I have never seen before. What no episode way. was it? It was the one, uh, it, apparently Rob Schneider was on an episode of Seinfeld. I'd never seen it before. And he had a hearing aid, and he pretended like he couldn't hear whenever Elaine would ask him to do something. He worked at Jay Peterman, huh. and it was this whole thing about how she was going to, like, she knew that he was faking it, and she was going to try to prove that he was faking it, that he only faked his deafness when somebody was asking him to do some work that he didn't want to do. Hmm. That does not sound familiar. I had never seen it before. It was not a very good episode, I can tell you that. Was uh, Elaine making copies? And uh, Jerry had a Jerry had a <laughs> Jerry had a a jacket from the Friars Club that he had borrowed because he went into the Friars Club and didn't have one. When that he sounds familiar. Was uh, was Adam Sandler also in the episode? Because isn't that the only way Rob Schneider gets to appear in anything? Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that Adam, Adam Sandler was an investor in Seinfeld's <laughs> show. How much did Zookeeper make? Speaking of that that like crew of guys, uh, I think it made like thirty four million opening weekend or something. I will refer to what does the gorilla get on the back end? <laughs> did you see the thing? Anything where- he wants. <laughs> did you see that thing? On Reddit, where people are like, they were like this uh, ad agency was going into old reruns of TV shows and CGI adding stuff into it. Like they were adding in, there was a, like an advertisement for Zookeeper on a rerun of uh, How I Met Your Mother that they had added in digitally. So wait, apparently they've been doing this for years on the show. It's a it's a it's a rerun. It's an old episode from maybe two three years ago. Yeah, they CGI added in a movie poster for the Zookeeper. Oh, okay, I got no problems with that. 
See, when well, you say they CGI of... ads into old shows, I'm saying you understand those are commercial breaks, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that they, they show new commercials. <laughs> no, they, they update those once they go into syndication. But it's weird. It's, it's like uh, – so They put it in the show. Yeah, they put it Suddenly, in the show. Fred Astaire had a walk-on cameo talking about the zookeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I think it was Friends. That was one of their biggest sources of re- revenue was Friends had a ads? shitload of product placement. <laughs> yeah, and also <laughs> ads. I don't know if you know this or not, but <laughs> ads are big on TV. Yeah. There was, it like, was what kind of product heavily. placement did they have? TiVo was a big one. Like if you look at Rachel uh, and uh, what's her name? Monica's apartment. They always had a TiVo. Like a plushy doll. Yeah, right? a plushy doll. They, yeah. had, they had just sitting there on their, uh, next to their TV and mm-hmm. things like that. There was something too about that I read just recently about that. Um, that they had the frame around their peephole, and then I guess that was a mirror at one point, and they accidentally broke it because they didn't want to have a peephole; they wanted to have a mirror there. But then somebody, like on the first day of the set, broke it, and so they just left the frame sitting up around the peephole. Huh? There you go. That's, that's, that's your pretty, friend's knowledge. Yeah. So. <laughs> friends trivia. I have also seen, I think, almost every episode of Friends ever because my wife went through a stage when we were first married, uh, probably when she was pregnant. When she would watch Friends when it was on the air, it was still on the air, I think. When did it go off? In the 2000s? I was oh, married in sure. 2001. So, anyway, it was still uh, on the air. It, it must have gone off the, probably like that year, 2001, 2002. Yeah, it was like right when it was in syndication and still on the air. So she'd watch the show on the air, and then it was on twice a day on syndication. So she would watch Friends 11 times a week. <laughs> Which basically, if you think about it, every two weeks she would watch a season. So every like month she would go through the whole run of Friends. Like I think she had seen it like 20 times wow. altogether. Wow, God. Yeah, she was a Friends fanatic. I think the closest I, – I used to watch a lot of The Simpsons. They used to syndicate it like twice a night on uh, the local Fox affiliate. Man, when I lived in New Jersey, Simpsons was on four times a day. Wow. It was awesome. It was on from 6 to 7 and then from 10 to 11 every day. You know, I have that Seinfeld box set. And I've, I've kind of started making my way through watching all those episodes, but uh, I'm about halfway through. That's kind of a thing I guess I'm going through right now. I have the Seinfeld box set, the Lost box set, and I have most of the Simpsons DVDs. And I've been going through and watching all three of those over again. You know what? I just was – I was all set to buy the $199 box set for Star Trek The Next Generation. Ooh. And it went to Netflix, and now I'm not going to buy it. I don't understand how the Netflix stuff works. Like I don't – because our stuff is not on Netflix streaming, but that's by choice. I it, it's like I can tell you for sure they lost a hundred ninety nine dollar sale because now I can just get it on Netflix. They lost it twice because Griffin had kept going, had gone to Best Buy like three times in the last month to get it, and they were always out. And yeah. uh, now we don't have to. Uh, so she's gonna watch it too. Oh, yeah, she's like the world's biggest Star Trek Next Generation fan. We watched the first episode the other day. It was fucking terrible. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I did encounter at Farpoint. Far far <laughs> that Q, that, that Q shit. Friend. That Q shit's terrible. Q is oh. just the worst. Oh, I, don't, so I love Q. <sighs> Do you really? Yeah, I loved Q. I feel like he got better for after that. I loved he was Q. Awful early on. I loved Q in my memory until I watched <laughs> Encounter at Farpoint. Really, I never liked Q. I always thought it was it, having a character that can do anything is just stupid mm. at any point. Matrix. Superman's crying somewhere in his Fortress of Solitude right now. <laughs> they even brought him back. Hey, man, Superman can't do everything. He can do a lot of things, but he can't. He's no Q, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was, I'm getting to the point now where my one of my kiddos is old enough to I just want to start watching Star Trek Next Generation with him. That's cool. And so it's a perfect way to do it. Did the, uh, are you going to change your Netflix plan at all now that they've uh, changed their pricing structure yesterday? I don't see a need to have DVDs anymore. But what you're talking about is they now raise their prices and mm-hmm. they no longer have a physical plan along with a streaming plan. Right. They separated those two products. Do you guys still have your physical plans? 
We I, have to. I did. I just canceled it. Yesterday. Oh, I dumped mine the day that they came out with the streaming only plan. Oh yeah, yeah. I have three discs somewhere in my house that I now am going to have to pay for. They're going to make a shitload of money yeah. just from yeah. that. I think they listed the prices. It's like if you don't return a DVD, it's like sixteen bucks. If you don't return a Blu-ray, I think it's twenty bucks. Yeah, they got us for two G's and Wooster DVDs that my wife lost. <laughs> oh yeah, so, when I switched plans, they weren't lost in the mail. <laughs> and actually, I just can't. I just canceled my uh, streaming plan yesterday. You did? Yeah, because I realized I hadn't used it for like three months. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll cancel it. And then I went on there to cancel it. And um, it's like your next billing will be like August 11th or whatever, which is like a month away. And I was like, okay, just cancel it. And they're like, well, if you cancel it now, it's immediately canceled. You don't get that remainder. Oh, so that they, just, they just shut it off. And I was like, well, well screw you then. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm done. Always immediately cancel. <laughs> just yeah. suck it up and yeah. eat, the two, yeah. eat the two weeks. Because if not, you're going to be there forever. Yeah. yeah. We've got their hooks in you. Because you can also put it on hold if you want. You can like put your account on hold, but then you can only do that for like three months and they start charging you again. It's like, no, I'm just – I'm done. No, thank you. That's just something old people would do. Like my dad went on vacation and put his Netflix on hold. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even think about it. Here, here's something that happened. He here's didn't shoot it because he was scared it would be sad. <laughs> <laughs> This is like – got to explain that. I already had somebody coming at me about my brother and saying, your brother sounds like a way cooler guy than you. <laughs> but uh, what, what Jeff is talking about is um, my dog that I had growing up, uh, my dad had to go on an extended vacation to Florida because he had to take care of his mother who was ailing. And my dog Alex went everywhere with my dad. And uh, when my dad went to move away for six months – to take care of his mother, essentially, he knew the dog would be sad, so he put the dog down. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the girl, the dog was old, but I mean, it was literally this conversation of, "Hey, where's where's Alex? Where is he?" It's like, "Oh, uh, your dad had him put down when he left for Florida." Our dog? It's like this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It's like a, it was like a 12-year-old dog, but the dog was going to be too depressed when my dad left, so they had the dog put to sleep. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right? That's something. There's something That's there. Horrible. There's something there that I should spend money figuring out, but <laughs> I think I'll just play New Vegas instead. <laughs> With your pet dog. And, New shoot, up, and shoot all the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like video games where you shoot dogs. No. I don't like that. I never have liked that. I don't like that in Call of Duty. I don't like that in... Wolfenstein. Castle Wolfenstein. Resident Evil. I didn't realize how much dog shooting there was in video games. There's a shitload of dog shooting. Yep. Yep. New Vegas, you shoot a bunch of dogs, too. Call of Duty. Fallout 3 also. Yeah. They're fast and agile. You never shoot cats. Like a household cat. You know? Like a crazy rabid cat. I can't even think of a single (laughs) video game where you do that. There's gotta be. You shoot a tiger in uh, Dead Rising 2. Yeah, that's, that's true. a big cat. That's a, that's he's saying house cat. Yeah, I I did not shoot the tiger. I fed okay. the tiger steaks. I hear stories all the time on CNN about how there are tigers that are house cats. Briefly, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I have never Jack. I have never cursed you as loudly as I cursed you watching the video of you taming the tiger oh, in God. Dead Rising Two. That was such a bastard. It, well, you you must have edited that really well because it looks like total luck how you did oh, it. No. Like, oh, he ate one steak twice, which is a glitch, and then I got the achievement for it. It took me like 40 fucking yeah, minutes. Yeah, that fucking sucked. It, it, that it, it, fucking it, sucked. It's like, the, the steak's right in front of you. Why are you still charging me? Yeah, it, it took me like I think nine or ten attempts to get that. So Watch his video. It'll, it'll infuriate you because he's like, <laughs> oh, I guess it happened off screen. I guess he ate two steaks by accident. <laughs> what? Yeah, he had, to eat three, he had to feed this tiger three steaks. And you basically would chuck these steaks at the tiger, and then it would just run up and maul the shit. Yeah, it's it. like I would wait, like I, I would be dropping steaks between me and the tiger, hoping he would see them. But nope, <laughs> he would just run right over them and go for me. The big walking steak didn't give a shit. By the way, I should to clarify, 
or to close up a point from before, Zookeeper is now up to $22.5 million. Does it say what its budget was? $80 million. How about Whoa. what? What's that? Guess the not-so-happy Madison production on that one. Yeah, that's kind of a rough one. What's it up to worldwide? Uh, $30 million total. So Kevin James, not the box office gold he once was, know. I guess. Did you see the trailer for Jack and Jill? <laughs> oh, God. Unfortunately, I did. I thought it was a joke yeah. when I saw it on TV. I was like, it was, is, are we watching Saturday Night Live? Yeah. It's, oh my, it's, it's the new like, Adam Sandler movie where he plays himself and his sister. His twin sister. Twin sister. Oh you, think, you think Adam Sandler and Eddie Murphy have some kind of a bet? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's see. Let's see how far we can shit on America and get away with it. Well, Eddie Murphy made Dave and Pluto Nash. Oh man, Paul Blart, Paul Blart made 150 million dollars. It was a big, was a big fucking movie. It was only 26 million dollars to make it. They're making a sequel too. What's that? They're making a sequel to it. Yep. I read. Oh, to Paul Blart. Mm-hmm. I was flipping through Netflix TV shows the other day, and I saw that there's some reality show that follows mall cops in the Mall of America. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Mall Cops. I like remember, segue training and stuff. Awful, Paul, awful. Paul Blart and Observe and Report came out at the exact same time. Oh, yeah, that's And right. I was like, God, there's no... I feel bad for Kevin James. He's about to get trounced. Not the case. Did you see Observe and Report? Yeah. That's a dark, it dark a movie. Dark it's dark It's seriously... It's, man, that is, that is a crazy movie. It is a... Yeah. That movie will catch you by surprise. Dude, that's, that's a movie where I, I think I fell in love with Anna Faris, because that girl will do anything. How could you not fall in love with Anna Faris? She's America's sweetheart. God, she's <laughs> <laughs> She, I mean, seriously, she's awesome. She is. She's fantastic. She's hilarious. I'm going to look her up now. What's she doing? And she's now? married to a big fat dude, too. Is she? Yeah, they just got married. Not to, like, at the height of her career, wow. she married a fat dude. He's like the new Simon Monjack. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, let's hope, let's hope it doesn't turn out the same way. How come Anna Faris is not showing up here? Uh oh, two R's. Yeah, no, I, I looked it up. Go to R's. go to bookmarks. <laughs> history. Yeah. You can't go to history. No, nope. it's one R. Oh, I'll be damned. What is she doing? I heard. I think she's been in lately. She's in Take she, Me Home Tonight. She it, was in uh, another uh, screen. Not Scream. What is she it? She was in Yogi Bear. She was in. Oh God, Alvin and Chick, Chipmunks, the Squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she was in. Uh, she was in Yogi. Yogi Stellar Yogi Bear. movie career there. I want to say Yogi the Bear. That's not right. <laughs> Yogi the Bear. Yogi the Yogi Bear. <laughs> I guess you can't, can't make fun of her. She's making money, right? She's in all those scary movie movies. Oh, no, 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 no. She was in Entourage for a while, too, right? Oh, yeah. She was a turtle. No. E. Wasn't she... Oh, wait. Wasn't she supposed to be like one of the... Uh, oh, she was one of E's clients. E's clients. She's like a second client. She yeah. was awesome in the house, Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to get to the house, Bunny, and talk yeah. about that. But there was something we were talking about. We were talking about Entourage the other day. Where there was uh, somebody who was up on their entourage knowledge, and after they were kept talking about entourage for too long, it's like you can definitely talk about that show for too long before yeah. <laughs> you, people's opinion <laughs> goes down pretty quickly. I mean, I think a lot of people have seen entourage, but to be like, I'm a hardcore entourage. Big entourage. <laughs> I got the box set. Uh. That takes you. That takes you to a special place. Is that, is that show still on the TV? I think so. Is it? Yeah. I think this, this is going to be the last season. Hmm. Yeah, I think I watched it up to the point where. Uh, they had just wrapped up Aquaman, I guess. It was like the season where they were premiering Aquaman, mm-hmm. which I think it was like three. I think that's as far as I've seen it, too. Yeah. If but- you've never seen Entourage, it's a show on HBO about a famous guy and his friends in Los Angeles as he rises through the ranks of Hollywood yeah. Yeah. A- actors. And he- they have the trials and tribulations. There's some good stuff in that show. Yeah, like trying to get Turtle his limited edition sneakers. <laughs> you know, stuff we can all relate to. That's where they got it from Rufio, right? I remember. It was the the dude who was Rufio and Hook, I think. What is Rufio? Rufio in the movie Hook with Robin Williams. 
Oh, oh, the Peter Pan movie? Yeah, yeah, there's a character named Rufio. Why would you reference that? Like, everyone in the world has seen that movie and knows it backwards <laughs> if, and forwards. If you, would all, if you know who Rufio is, you know who that character is. You know who that actor is. Okay. I, can't, I couldn't name that, uh, that actor in anything else. That movie sucks. So if you know who the guy is, you know who he is. There yeah. you go. If there you know go. the guy personally, then you know him personally. <laughs> if you see him in the movie and you remember him, then you know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> so this is relevant to everybody, ever. So they got their sneakers from that guy? Yeah. Turtle got special. Was he playing sneakers. the character of Rufio in the? <laughs> no, he was not. No, uh, that's going to make it even harder for people to identify. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jack goes out of his way to try to make Disney references. I think that's what happens. It doesn't that's matter the, what it is. Is that Disney? Is it was Hook Disney? It's fucking Peter, Peter Pan, Pan, right? Is Peter Pan owned by Disney? I'm sure it is now. Are you sure? No, I'm. Sure, I think it's one of those stories that's been told for you know, like a Grimm Brothers fairy tale. Yeah, that, yeah, they co opted, but. I'm pretty sure if it was a movie adaptation of Peter Pan, that it was Disney. I'll look it up. All right. So I bet it was Buena Vista. Though. I was like, I, like, I, I, I Alice was, in Wonderland is not a Disney product. What's that? I think Alice in Wonderland is not a Disney product. Or that, the that Disney character. movie is. You make a good point. So, thank you. <laughs> You're right. The Disney movie. If you've seen the Disney movie and you know it's a Disney movie, yeah. then it's, it's a Disney movie. Then it totally makes sense. All right, I'm going to look this up, and I'm gonna, Jack's going to prove me wrong. Have you ever seen Hook, Jeff? I, I, I watched it probably five times in the last year because my kid likes it. It's Jack, fucking boring. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen it. He's getting all choked up about it. It's, it's really, really one long. Of, one of the few Julia Roberts movies where I don't mind her. Julia Roberts is pretty hot in it. She I will is. say that. What's your problem with Julia Roberts? Something about her just bugs me. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Tell us what That's bugs, it. Tell us what bugs you about Julia Roberts. I don't know. She's in a movie right now with Tom Hanks, right? That Larry Crown movie? That yeah. movie uh, does not look good to me. That looks like a bizarre movie. Tom Hanks is a student. It's like, it's like 40 year old version too, right? That's, yeah. that's what I gather from it. So bizarre. Carrie Fisher had a cameo in Hook. Really? She was his wife, right? Doesn't actually show much information here on Hook. She was uh, Robin, Robin Williams' wife, I think. Mrs. Pan. Miss Pan. It's TriStar. No, it's Banning. Is TriStar part of Disney? No, no. it's Columbia TriStar, which so, would have been Sony. Jack was right. Thank you. It Sony not, now. It's not Disney. Coca-Cola back then, I guess. So edit the part of the podcast out <laughs> where Jack where, where was I'm right. right. Okay. We don't want to throw people off. Thank you. And cut to Jack <laughs> was wrong again. <laughs> we'll just cut like old, uh, old audio snippets of Jack saying something wrong, and then yeah. we'll be right. So how excited are you guys about the uh, last Harry Potter movie coming out? I'm going at midnight. Pretty tomorrow eth- night. Ethan excited. I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't tell you. You can't wait for there not to be any more Harry Potter how movies, How excited right? I am that the last Harry Potter movie is finally coming out. I haven't seen the last couple. I probably won't see this one. Oh, Have so you read good. them? No. No? No. That's I'm, for nerds. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Reading is for nerds. Are you? Yeah. Take a picture of you crying in a movie theater. Okay. Watching that. You should have filmed me an up. Oh god! <laughs> Griffin said she was embarrassed to sit next to him. <laughs> hey, she's the one who fucking lost it at Toy Story three. Not as bad as Dude. I lost it. No, she did. I lost, I lost but it. She Toy did Story lose 3. it in Toy Story three. She had, she had to <laughs> leave the theater a month afterward. <laughs> she had to leave the theater in Toy Story three. <laughs> that was awesome. Pixar, great family movies. Dude, I'm telling you, they have some darkness in them. Those are some. I, I cried in uh, Cars two, but that was mostly because I paid for two tickets. No <laughs> Man, Cars two. How, how did that? How did that movie get through Pixar? I don't know. I mean, like, through the colon. I think we t- <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, Cars 2 was the first Pixar movie ever where I was, like, just completely not interested at all. Someone made like, that combo breaker image showing all the yeah. Rotten Tomato reviews for all the different Pixar hey, movies. speaking of colons, 
Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Gus told me about this special coffee <laughs> where they feed the coffee beans to, to monkeys. Marmot? Marmot. Yeah. But it's called thing. a civet. Civet, and then it shits them out, and then you make coffee out of it? Yeah, it's, it's supposed like to be the best coffee in the world? 500 bucks a pound, yeah, right? super, super expensive. There's some kind of enzyme in the digestive tract of this marmot. <laughs> it seems like there'd it's be like a way the, to they, find they eat, that enzyme. They eat the bean, and the, the enzyme neutralizes like the acidity of the coffee, and then they shit the bean out whole. And then they take these beans and then they clean them and roast them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're, they're. I'm sure they clean the shit out of it. It's too. supposed to be like the most smooth. <laughs> uh, where where is cup this, of coffee you can get? Where is this made again? Uh, I think it's made like in Indonesia. Yeah, in Indonesia has the cleanest uh, production <laughs> yeah. facilities. I'm sure. Can you imagine just like there's a bunch of like Indonesian workers sitting around like watching those civets waiting for them to take dumps. And they're like, hey, we got three more beans. 500 more and we'll have a bag. <laughs> I just managed trying to force feed these marmots. <laughs> Eat the fucking coffee bean. <laughs> a pound of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, these poor little animals are probably all hopped up on caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably, they have to peel them off the roof. <laughs> anyway. Gus, I'm really curious to try it. I just got I, some, so. G- given the, given the opportunity, pounds? I'm going to try it. How many pounds did you get? Four ounces. Four ounces. How much is it per pound? It's something ridiculous, uh, isn't the it? The four ounces was like 85 bucks. Oh, wow. Wow, dude. Four ounces is 85 bucks. Yeah. How, how much coffee does four ounces make? Um, Not much. <laughs> I'll find out when I get it. I went through their breakdown when somebody sent out that when they were complaining about the rising cost of gas, how much gas was per gallon versus other things per gallon when they broke it out. Oh, yeah. I think the most expensive thing per gallon was mouthwash. Mouthwash is really expensive. 85 bucks a gallon or something like that. Wow. Or uh, inkjet printer ink per gallon (laughs) was like $800 a gallon. I think it was, yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous like that. Olive oil is pretty bad too. But Gus has done a weird thing lately that seems very un-Gus. Like, Gus... You've made some changes in your life Uh-oh. in the last few years that are very counter to the person I thought you were. Like you're, I always thought of you as a very low-maintenance dude. Like You uh-huh. don't want anything in your life that requires high-maintenance. Mm-hmm. And now you have a little dog. You even got a house that was a high-maintenance house when you first got it. That wasn't high-maintenance for me. Someone else had <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I seem to remember 18 phone calls in one day. I, <laughs> I seem to remember you living in a different facility every week for four months. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and now you started this thing where we have a coffee machine, and we even have a very nice person who is nice enough to come in every morning and make the coffee and start it going. But you have... This method for making coffee that involves a coffee grinder. Let me see if I get this right. Uh, some kind of beaker, and then he has a laser temperature reader. Yeah, he does have that, and a separate thing that heat up. Like he heats up his water, and he gets out this gun that he uses with a laser to test the temperature of the water. And right when it gets to a certain degree, then he puts it into this beaker, caps it. And then does this press thing with like a suction press thing, and makes one cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Or, or technically, it makes. A shot of espresso, <laughs> and, then you, and then you add hot water to it to make an americano. <laughs> it is true because he, I, he, I said, please make me a cup of coffee. This looks tremendous. And so he finally went through this whole process, squeezed through. He made this tiny little shot of coffee, and then goes over the tap water and just pours it. I did not add tap water. I did not add tap water. I hit the hot water. I, I got to say, I was amazed at this process, and I didn't think it would last very long. And it's lasted longer than I thought, but the edges are fraying on it. Yeah. I don't know. I got, I got, he's up to Starbucks like three days a week. I got Starbucks this morning. I was in a hurry. I had to set up the, the podcast. Yeah. I saw yeah. him get Starbucks on Monday, too. The, the, I got Starbucks on Monday because the half and half has turned. Oh. And... Uh, yeah, did you use it? Mm-hmm. You didn't notice? <laughs> <laughs> You're using it right now. 
I was just taking a sip of my coffee as you said that. You didn't notice how it like curdles up and makes that layer on top of the coffee? It, it, I was wondering about that. <laughs> you just bite through that and then you get to the liquid below. The, 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 the expiration date on it is still good. So I, I left it in there like an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, it was July twenty seventh. Yeah, but it, like it, there was there was something definitely weird about it. Yeah, that, it came out with blub blub. Yeah, it came I, out I, a little chunk. I have, in there. I have not gotten. A, I have not had a chance to go buy more. <laughs> Gross. Oh. Remember, I, remember, I showed it to you, and I was like, I think there's something wrong with this. And you're like, you put it back. Oh. <laughs> well, the date was still good. I wasn't sure what, what was he the problem. He doesn't like maintenance. He thought it might fix itself. In the <laughs> I took the Brandon Farmahini school yeah. of uh, of problem solving. Yeah, whoever touched it last got to throw it away. You guys, I, I don't know if you noticed that though. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. No, you no, you don't. No, I don't. I really don't. You'll leave pizza out like for four days in a row and then go eat it. It doesn't. I've never. I don't think I've ever had food poisoning in my life. People always talk about it. I've never had that. Whatever that is. When you go to a foreign country, do you, do you drink the water? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, did I you go drink? to Australia, but yeah. yeah. I mean, one time uh, I guess it was at PAX last year. I I bought some top pot donuts. And we ate them. And then I left them in the booth overnight, covered, you know, in the in the box. And then mm-hmm. the next morning I came. I was like, "Oh, there's donuts." I started eating them. And Jeff's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, I'm "Just eating the donuts." He's like, "Those have been out there since yesterday." Yeah, I was like, dude, that's not good. Yeah, the donuts. He's They're like, donuts. "Donuts." He's like, "He's like, there's like bacteria's falling on them." I was like, "It, it was covered." Yeah, <laughs> all right, <laughs> bacteria. Bacteria you can't fit through plastic. It won't go through cardboard. Yeah. Donuts are fine. I feel like you leave them. It's like bread, right? Donuts yeah. are, are are a lot safer than pizza for sure. Yeah, there's no dairy. It's cooked. I'll, dude, I'll eat. I, I have no problem with it. I eat raw everything too. Like whenever we do the cooking for the grill, yeah, I always have to make sure that I cook things more for other people because I would just essentially sear it on one side like a steak. I'd sear on one side and then immediately flip it, sear on the other side, and be done. You should start making that uh, Amsterdam delicacy they sold us that day at that bar. Raw hamburger, the raw hamburger with I love raw hamburger. tomatoes. Ugh. Raw hamburger is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's one of the most dangerous things you can do. <laughs> but once again, it, it hasn't gotten me yet. So I'm sure we've talked about that extensively on the podcast. Yeah, that was pretty funny. One, one time I was at the uh, you know there's that Italian restaurant downtown Carmelo's. Fucking overpriced. I, I was down there and uh, with my in laws and I ordered this appetizer. I didn't know what it was. It got to the table and it was like a plate covered in very thinly sliced raw meat. And I was like. That well, looks kind of gross. It had like capers and oil on it. And it came with some lemons. I was like, oh, this is weird. And I started eating the meat. I was like, oh, it's really gross. You know, what, what am I, you're like, why would they sell this? And I realized, oh, you're supposed to put the lemon on the meat and it, like the, the citric acid cooks it because it's so thin. Right. After that, it was delicious. It was, it was one of the most awesome things I've ever so eaten. So you cook the raw meat with citric acid from the lemon? Yeah. Like that's ceviche. It, that's you ever had ceviche? Yeah, I like ceviche. It's the same thing. It's, it's, chem- I like, it's chemically cooked. Yeah. I like everything. He's really turned. Everyone's changing around here. Gus, you're now high maintenance freak, mm-hmm. and Jeff is like Mister Adventurous Eater. We'll eat anything. I'll eat fuck. I'll eat anything but turned half and half. shit coffee. Don't knock it until you try it, man. It's like who doesn't want coffee? You can choose. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. believe I, I complain about the half and half, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drink shit coffee. <laughs> I know, right? You're gonna point. eat lemur poop. Coffee. <laughs> See, Jack, look, the half and half is creeping up the side of my cup there. See yeah, it? that's creepy. That's you think there's some people in Indonesia that are like, listen, we know Americans will fall for anything, right? <laughs> we just got to come up with the, what's the most ridiculous scenario we can come up with to charge a yeah. lot of money Let's for make coffee. them eat poop yeah. and have them pay a lot I of bet, money for it. I bet we could trick them into eating civet shit <laughs> and pay out the ass for it. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I bet I could get them to make a tea out of it. It's like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sure enough, they do it. I saw. Um, I want you but before we get off the coffee, the conversation though. I want you to post that video finally that we saw of the guys uh, making the, the perfect, perfect cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, 
I saw this story the other day, speaking of like Indonesia and that part of the uh, of the world, I saw the story where I guess people in the Philippines or someone at MIT developed this method for providing indoor illumination for poor people in the Philippines. What they would do is drive a fire engine into their <laughs> house and turn on the siren. All they would do is they'd cut holes in the roof and fill like a liter plastic bottle with mm-hmm. water and bleach and then stick the bottle in the roof and then it refracts the light in such a way that it's like having a 60-watt light bulb. It refracts the sunlight in such a way that it's like having a 60-watt light bulb inside. Huh. Apparently these slums are like tin shacks and you just get in there and they're, they're crammed together so tightly that everyone's like a cave. And yeah. just, they live in darkness in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And they, they, you know, So having a light in your – I guess your shack, I guess for lack of a better term, is a big deal. So they have these – I guess they're like sheets of corrugated steel and mm-hmm. they cut a hole in it. And they put that two li- that one liter bottle in there filled with water and bleach, and that's all it is. It's mm-hmm. like they said it can provide light. It can, it can last for like ten years. They put the bleach in just to prevent algae growth, right? So it doesn't cloud up. That's pretty cool. It's, this is uh, along similar uh, terms. I just bought a uh, alarm clock that runs on water. What does that mean? It uh, it uses the electrolytes in water to power the alarm clock, and it lasts for six months on one uh, serving of water. How much is the serving? Uh, it's like a cup, like hmm. a cup of water. Next it's, a wa- it's a waterfall cut. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, like, it you have to live near a river. Such, such, <laughs> such little uh, – it requires so little uh, – such little amount of electricity to power the clock that it just sucks it out of the electrolytes. Like the potato bring, could, could you fill it with spit? I don't, I don't, I don't know. We could, we could do some experiments. Mark your like, calendars right now. Six months from today, Jeff is going to be late for work. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they have – And he will hate the alarm clock on that day. It has a chip in it. That uh, that stores enough that it'll tell you when the water is bad, and uh, you can go and replace it without losing your uh, your time. And so here's what I'm curious: is that you put water in this thing, mm-hmm. and the electrolytes in the water? You said mm-hmm. they they power the clock for six months. What is the water at the end of the six months? It's electrolyteless water. It's just. It's just water. Like, like, you know how you can go to, like, if you go to Whole Foods, they have, like, all the fancy water, and you can buy, like, electrolyte-enhanced water. You can buy electrolyte-dehanced water. You really? can? No. Like, <laughs> I'm going to start selling it, because I'm going to have it. He's going to have it on clock. You get one serving every six months. Yeah. I'm going to charge $400 a pound. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate for civets. Yeah. <laughs> if he keeps the civet in the room, it goes up another $100 a pound. <laughs> the, um, I was at Whole Foods the other day, because I had a culinary... Milestone, dude! I'm, I'm really proud of it. It's like unlocking the Da Vinci Code. Do you know what I did, Jack? I do not know what you did. I made the Fogo de Chao oh, bread oh, balls. Shit. I, I, I didn't saw mean to that. ask you about that. Bam. That's right. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, I tweeted a photo of them. You figured oh, it out. They? They? He tried one. Well, you tell me. Yeah, he gave me one that was a couple days old and it was cold. <laughs> it was a day. Old. It had bacteria on it. It had bacteria. Yeah, and everything. I didn't care. I ate it. it even cold, it still it tasted exactly like it. Yeah, yeah. Like Ooh. you, you couldn't tell the difference. That's amazing. That's magic. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Don't, well, he had a good don't, one. Don't share that secret. The civet, the civet ate it before Jeff did. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, so, but I found, I found a recipe for it, and I was in Whole Foods. He reminded me of it because one of the main ingredients in it was love tapioca flour. Did you even know this existed, tapioca flour? Huh. No. I've never made anything like this when we was done like making the batter. Dough isn't even the right word. It was like a bowl full of liquid gum. Hmm. It what? was really interesting looking. What kind of cheese is it? Parmesan cheese. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's also some kind of Brazilian cheese. What these things are is they're like little balls of bread and cheese. Like the perfect mixture of cheese and bread to where the bread never completely 
Mm-hmm. Hardens, I guess. It's, it's like turns yeah. like gooey. It's the intersection of delicious and yum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they serve these things at Fogo de Chao, where it, which is a restaurant we go to in Austin sometimes when we want to celebrate something fun. We want to gorge. <laughs> it's yeah. like sixty bucks to get in, and it's the only restaurant I've ever been where they basically car- charge a cover charge. And then you sit there with a little card, and you put it on green. And when you put the card to green, and you lay it down on your table. Dudes come around with big swords with meat on them, all different kinds of meat, and then you can they serve it to you. And you can have whatever you want. There's like what twenty kinds of meat yeah, for the day, yeah, something like that. And then when you've got a fully gorged, you, you flip the card over to red, and they stop coming up to you. Mm-hmm. And you can flip as many times as you want. You go crazy. Right? They got a giant salad bar. But in between, they keep bringing around these bread balls, which I was addicted to forever. And They're I so swore good. Swore I was so crack the good. recipe. Dude, their salad bar has full strips of bacon in it. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> it, they have you just a, get a plate of bacon. You're not kidding. People go there for the meat, but that salad bar, they have asparagus that looks like a tree. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. You get a, you do. You get a piece of asparagus that looks like it was a tree branch. It's like if Mark McGuire was asparagus, <laughs> that would be him. So Jeter hit, uh, what, 3,000 3, hit? Yeah. yeah. He went five for five on the day. Well, that's a pretty good way to do it. Yeah. So people still like Jeter, right? Yes. He's pretty popular. Nobody yeah. has a problem with him? The dude who – I read a story that the dude who caught – the, you know, his 3,000 hit was a home run. The dude who caught the home run immediately gave it to the Yankees. And the Yankees thanked him. I gave him a bunch of signed, you know, memorabilia and... Um, and tickets. Yeah, sweet, a suite at, uh, for the remainder of the uh, the season at the Yankee Stadium. And uh, I guess he, they realized that he's gonna have to, he might have to pay taxes and all that stuff. It's all, oh. wor- it's all worth about $120,000. Yeah, you do. And uh, the sense. dude had a very good disposition about it. He was like, no, oh, you know, that sucks. You know, I'll pay taxes. That's IRS has a job to do. If I get taxed, I get taxed. He's like, I'll pay for it. But he's like, it'd be, it'd be nice if they cut me a break. <laughs> yeah, really? But he's like, but I'm not going to complain about all the stuff I got. Yeah, they were saying that yeah, ball was that. worth about a quarter of a million dollars if you would have sold it. Like, that was the estimated value of that ball. Crazy. And he just gave it back to the Yankees, saying, thank you. That's cool. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess nobody remembers the guy who caught the McGuire ball and then sold it to Todd McFarlane. Yeah, Tom McFarlane bought it, right? Actually, $2 million. There was a documentary about those guys who caught the uh, the ball that Barry Bonds hit over the wall to break the record. And it's all about, like, these two guys fought over the ball, and one guy sued another guy because he said he bit him and then stole it from him. Hmm. And I, I forget that. I want to say it's, like, foul ball or something like that. I'll, I'll have to look it up. But it was a fan, fantastic documentary. Did you see this on Netflix or anything? No, I saw it South by Southwest. Uh-huh. So I'm sure it's on Netflix or something. But Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, that's that's you know a quarter of a million dollars or a million yeah. or two dollars yeah. coming at you, yeah. and whoever grabs it gets it, and there's really no rules over when possession takes place. Did you see the guy at the Rangers game who died trying to catch a home yeah. run ball? It was, or no, no, it wasn't a home run ball. It was, it was the, the inning was over, and uh, Josh Hamilton was throwing the ball like an over the wall, and a guy reached for it, <laughs> slipped, fell twenty feet, and I guess he like he he broke he his back his or in front of his kid too. Yeah, in front of his kid, and then he had a heart was, attack on the way to the hospital. It was all, it was almost a year to the day after the last time it happened at Ranger Stadium or at the yeah. ballpark in Arlington. Man, the, the dude who did it last year survived, and I think he fell from higher. He, yeah, he fell from the second balcony to, or the second deck to the, the lower deck and broke his ankle and like broke a rib or yeah. two, or he got a concussion or and something. And this guy fell like you know less yeah. less distance and died. Yeah. But they, they showed it like they showed it on TV and it's like, oh, look, the guy slipped. Oh, and kind of funny and then laughed about it. And then it's like, oh, shit, that guy died. That was like, and that was like uh, on Wednesday last week, right? Wednesday yeah, or Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Some idiot at the home run derby at the All Star game on Monday was standing at a table up, you know, out in the outfield trying to catch foul balls and fell over the fucking rail. His, no, they, they caught him. Then. His friends yeah. caught him. Yeah. Like he was gone. 
They were holding him by the ankles. He was over the fucking rail. It's like it, like seeing a school bully like hold a nerd by the ankles. It was like that, you know. He like, was like fucking dangling. Night holding Vin Lies over there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, shake it down. Sports memorabilia is no joke. And that's what finally put OJ away. Yeah, that's right. Sport, I mean, somebody got killed. That he got off from that, but he goes in to steal some sports memorabilia, and then he goes to jail. You know something funny about that? I, I was just, in Vegas when that I, happened. Yeah. Oh, were you really? Yeah. <laughs> I just heard uh, some, something really odd. The guy who recorded the phone conversation that ultimately put OJ away, the guy who owned the sports memorabilia, his daughter, Playmate of the Year. That's right. She was on uh, Howard Stern talking yeah, about that. She changed her last name <laughs> yeah. to to uh, protect herself from OJ fans. But yeah, she's the. But she's still talking about it. Yeah. Nobody listens to Howard Stern anymore. <laughs> oh wow! I, 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 I saw that, someone tweet that he had only worked. He's only been on like six days in July. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. He's only do, he's only doing what three days a week. He does three days one year. week, then four days. But apparently he's doing three, three days, days the rest of the year. Yeah, and then it'll be three for from here on until he uh, just retires on his pile of money. I guess slowly riding that pile of money into the sunset. Yeah. Well, we do four shows a month, so <laughs> if we have room to talk. Achievement Hunter puts out four episodes a day. No, I know. I'm just saying. For the, for the podcast. And that's, stuff. that's roughly equal to one episode of the Howard Stern show. Yeah. I wonder if you were to, like, how long it would take you to listen to all of the back catalog of Howard Stern stuff. Like, how many hours of back it's, catalog uh, is It's that? over 20,000 hours. 20,000 hours? Yeah. Wow. Depending on how far back you go into his catalog, his career is over 30 years old. Current but, stuff like that gets dated, too. Like oh, stuff that's very in the moment. Dude, I can't. I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. I can't listen to a show that's more than a week old. I just can't do it. Oh, yeah? No. Like, you can listen to some of the classic stuff, like some of the stuff that your, your wife listens to, but it's just like, it's usually just talking about shit you don't care about anymore. I'm sure. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah? But, yeah, like, it's it's hard to go back and listen to who, to how hot Jessica Hahn is. Right, or, exactly. Or Tawny Katane. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah, it's like having a time machine. <laughs> Or, uh, yeah, or about how uh, What's-Her-Face from Baywatch is the hottest chick of all time. You know? <laughs> Ironically, Billy Joel was on last month. <laughs> Brandon somehow missed that, I guess. You're not the huge Howard Stern fan? No, go figure. <laughs> so what's going on in Video Game World, guys? I mean, oh, Miss well, Explosion Man comes out today. Yeah. You got a perfect review on Joystick. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Fragger and I have been playing it a little bit. It's good times. I think I hope my, one of my kids is old enough to play that with me now. Multiplayer was a test of patience. Millie, uh, Millie really likes Explosion Man because she got the stuffed animal, and she can't. She can beat the first level, and that's it. And then, but she's always like, "I want to play Explosion Man," which means Daddy has to play Explosion Man. <laughs> well, and she watches. Daddy fucking sucks Explosion Man. <laughs> yep. So it's become a, a, a frustrating thing for me. I'm like, hey, let's just play them all instead. Man, we got the new Harry Potter game came out yesterday, and I beat it. It was the first game in a long time I just straight up beat. I just yesterday I was uploading a large file and just kind of sat there for about I think about five hours and I beat the game from start to finish. Yeah, that was one of Jeff's early on like thousand point games. Oh yeah, that's a tough thousand points. Harry Potter five. Oh no, no so I, many I, I think you, you could probably thousand point this. What was in, it in a day? What does OOP stand for? It's Harry Potter. Order of the Phoenix. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, um, there are hundreds of collectibles in that game. Yeah, this one has like four per level, and I think there's like. Yeah, eight levels, eight nine levels. I'll do. Like I'm gonna. Do, I'm planning on doing videos on it. Okay, th- this week. The yeah. LA Noir Reefer Madness DLC came out yesterday. I, I got. The, I finished that in like 45 minutes. Yeah, it was right. a great way to spend 30 minutes. That seems like that really seems, brief. It seems like a brilliant DLC for that game. It was good. It was fun. Still haven't played it. Uh, not not even not even it was loaded a, that game up yet. It yeah. was a fun DLC because like the whole like the whole heart of the mechanics of that game are like the interrogations you do mm-hmm. with people, and then Reefer Madness you don't do any of that shit. Like you uh, ask one guy two questions and that's it, and the rest of it's just gunfighting. Like that's you fun. you ask the clerk at the 20th century grocery store, you ask him uh, two questions, yeah. and that's you it. also ask the dude at the uh, the cannery, Parnell, Mister Parnell. You have to ask him like three questions. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, Did you shoot him? I don't think I asked him any questions <laughs> at all. You ask him if he knows. Uh, you know the the guy Jorge Cruz. 
Um, something about deliveries. Huh, I don't remember that. And about about profiteering from the when war. Is, when is the uh, the zombie DLC coming out for Eleanor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about that. You know what's coming up in two weeks, Bernie? What's coming up two in two weeks? Two weeks from today, as a matter of fact. What's that? Three-year anniversary of Achievement Hunter. Oh, really? Yep, July 27th. Huh. Jack seems like a guy who'd be big into anniversaries. I guess. That's cool. Hey, you started dating someone recently. Do you guys have a dating anniversary? I don't think we do. You better figure month, that out. Month anniversaries? We were friends for a real long time before we started dating, so it yeah. kind of just transitioned as opposed to well, – there wasn't like a single moment, I don't think. <laughs> sounds like you're talking about Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys aren't friends. <laughs> I was talking about Jeff. You get you get off pretty easy for anniversaries, right? Yeah, Griffin doesn't give a shit about any of that. Gus just requested off like a month for his anniversary. Yeah. in September. You taking a month off? Yeah, a week and a half. Okay. Remember, remember he did he did this thing he was going to do where he, he was going to get remarried every year. Get remarried every year. What happened to that thing? <laughs> that was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. <laughs> that was a lot of work. I just remember two it. people telling you it was a lot of work. <laughs> you, you were right. One guy was eating I'm, sandwiches. I'm, and I'm, one guy was tattooed. I'm big enough guy. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, it's 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 nice having Adam here now because I feel like I can actually leave for a while and not worry that the site's going to break. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm very very happy about that. Well, when you're here, we don't ever worry about the site breaking. <laughs> break whether you're here or not. <laughs> yeah, but then I have to get it working. I had to get it working again. I remember on my on my honeymoon, I was like, I would have to pull over. Like we were driving around through New England, I'd have to pull over on my sidekick SSH and his servers and fucking try reboot stuff and get stuff back up and running again. Man, I was at a bar last week and I saw somebody on a sidekick. It was like, was it like I forgot a new that one or an old still one? exist. I don't, I don't know. It just looked like a sidekick to me. Do they still do they still make them? I think there's like a sidekick three. Like a, I was like, I remember there was like the LS or something. I'll look it up. I I completely forgot they existed, and I had like six of them. Dude, I went from a Motorola Razor to an iPhone. I made the big jump. <laughs> <laughs> there, Never I, looked back. I see your sidekick four G. They make a sidekick four G. Wow, they're still kicking it. Huh. Oh, they make a sidekick <laughs> Android phone. That's great, by the way. Wah, wah. Is it, uh, is it T-Mobile? Is that what the sidekick is? Yeah. Yeah, T-Mobile. Oh, there's some dude. This, oh, this dude looks like uh, the dude from uh, Lonely Island talking to me. Oh, yeah. It looks that like a Jorma. Uh, not Jorma. Yarm- uh, Kiva? Yarma. Like Yorma? Is that what yeah, it is? Yorm- okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like one of those ads with the, uh, the Catherine Zeta-Jones lookalike girl. The younger Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah she's hot. My yeah, wife, she is hot. My wife hates that girl. Really? She really does. Every time the commercial comes on, she just starts like talking about how much she hates her. I hate the commercials, but I love the girl. I like her. I'm getting a sidekick. Oh, yeah. I'm totally doing it. Why not? I'm going to go old school. <laughs> Get a pager to go with it. Man, we love those sidekicks, but they were so fucking slow. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you remember like trying to load a website I, or anything. That yeah. being said, though, it's still to this day the best AIM experience I've had on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. The keyboard was nice. Yeah. God, I mean, even like switching between chats on AIM, I don't know if you remember, you could hit the bumpers mm-hmm. and it would like slide between all the different open chats you had. Really, really like, I don't like, I know we've talked about it before, I don't like when they switch to the trackball instead of the scroll wheel. Because the scroll wheel, like you knew how many... Clicks yep. everything was away, and the trackball was just kind of sliding around. Do you ever use AIM on your iPhone? No, I don't either. I, w- I, c- I haven't used it in like probably ha- a year. They're going to have iMessage in uh, iOS five this fall. You know, we're in, we're in July now, and I've heard anything about an announcement about the next iPhone. It's usually in June, July is when they make the announcement. Yeah, the, well, the I speculation heard... is it'll be out in September. Well, first yeah. they do the leak, and then they do the announcement. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, was, that was the last cycle. Gizmodo is having trouble breaking into the Apple headquarters this year. They're busy throwing off. <laughs> they recognize them. They're busy throwing stuff off the third balcony of their apartment complex. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you? Uh, I, I hate to bring attention to this kind of thing, but did you guys hear that Gears of War 3 was leaked? Yeah. In its entirety? Yeah. Was it really? I saw that. Yeah, Jesus. I think, I think they've tracked dude. down where it came from. Yeah, epic. <laughs> 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 That's 
first place, right? Where did where did it come from? Did they I say? think it was somewhere in France again. It's fucking France, man. man. They don't give a fuck in France. Oh wait, no, wait. They don't give lay fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, it- I remember now. No, no, it wasn't France. It was. <laughs> Um, I believe they said that it was an unsecured FTP server where like assets were put up for press. Fuck you, dumb shits! Really? I think so. I'll have to double check that, and I'll, I'll put the link in the link dump. But I think it was something weird like that. The, 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 I gotta say, by far the worst leak ever was the one where um, what was it they put up on Xbox Live for like ninety nine million points? Uh, it was Reach, wasn't it? It wasn't Reach. It was and, Reach. And they said you can't. Well, don't worry, it's it's right there and everybody can see it, but nobody can get it. And within like an hour, somebody got it. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like, I, how could you not see that that was going to happen? Yeah, people people will figure it out. People people will find a way. But were those press copies as well? I think that's what that was. It was like a downloadable version that press yeah. could get using codes. And then uh, someone figured it out. Yeah. Was it Reach or Crackdown Two? Because I remember Crackdown Two was one of the first deal like downloadable. It was full. Reach. It, it was Reach. It was Reach. Yeah. yeah. No, it was Reach because it was up there. It was like surprising that it was put out there in the open huh. that much. But that is how we got our copy of Crackdown Two. Somebody yeah, gave us yeah. one of those codes, which was very cool. Well, Aren't- Microsoft gave us one of those codes. Not, not just somebody. <laughs> I just want to brag. Someone emailed us. Somebody, here. Named, somebody named the Pirate Bay. <laughs> The, the worst leak ever, though, I still think is that Half-Life 2 leak where oh, they, God. Dude, the source code came out about 18 months before the game was supposed to ship. Yep. And Jesus. somebody just got into Valve and put, what, keystroke recorders? Yeah, I think so. On Gabe Newell's computer. And, uh, yeah, they basically had full access to Valve and they, they put out Half-Life 2. And then Valve had to say, yeah, that's really it. Did, that's did, all the source code. Didn't, and didn't they steal the source code before the game was announced? I think so. I don't know. It was, it was, it was early like on. Yeah. yeah. And then they Jesus. just completely revamped the game as a result, and the game was delayed, I think, took like four or five years total for the game to come out after that. Yeah. Which is now, compared to how long Half-Life 3 is taking to come out, it doesn't seem like that long at all. Maybe Half-Life 3 was secretly stolen, and we just don't know about it yet. <laughs> secretly stolen? It. It was secretly leaked. Well, the guy hasn't, the guy hasn't, uh, the guy's sitting on eBay right now, <laughs> waiting to sell it. They're gonna do. They're definitely gonna make a Half-Life Three, right? I would hope I so. News of the world has we, the code. <laughs> we still, we still haven't seen uh, Half-Life Two Episode Three. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think they are either. I think people have abandoned episodic. They'll gaming. just roll that into Half-Life Three. It's not. It's not just DLC. It's dead, right? Episod- episodic gaming. I it's just. It just got renamed. It's DLC. Yeah. It's DLC. Yeah. yeah. And they have DLC packs, and people seem to understand that better. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you could have very easily called, like, the Mass Effect Two DLC. Episode one, two, three, four, five, or LA Nora. They've had four DLCs in a month or yeah. two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, are they going to make any more? Do you? Do I don't you know. know I don't think they've announced like, anything. Because like two K and Rockstar and Bondi are not yeah. friendly anymore. They're not pals. So I, I wonder what happens to because like that's a game that's perfect for DLC. Yeah, yeah. I know when I finished Reefer Madness, I was actually kind of sad thinking about that about like what that, a schism that, there is between those people. Like. Yeah, there, you might not see an Alien War too, and that could be the last uh, DLC you get. And there, there could easily be. I think there's room in the achievements for another 350 points. That could be yeah. three and a half more DLCs, mm-hmm. four more DLCs. The uh, New Vegas DLC comes out next week. Old World Blues. What game is the most DLC? Not well, obviously NCAA football. I think they they released 22 DLCs on the first. Day. <laughs> sure, the sports games have a bit, yeah. a lot of that stuff. You're talking like uh, but like extra missions and content. Yeah, and stuff? It would be Dragon Age. Dragon Age had seven. I, I mean, think. like Mass Effect had se- seven. Like, Most of her is five. Ever. Dragon think, Age had seven. I think Mass Effect Two had five. Yeah. Now, when you say DLC, you mean content, not just like, like armor content packs. that includes achievements. Contact okay, content. Many, like, Dragon Dragon Age One had seven. How many of the Call of Duty packs? games have like three or four? Yeah, three uh, or four. This one has three well, so far. I would say if you say seven, uh, seven would be the most I've heard of. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. I mean, I, I thought the mall had a lot. 
And then the Maw had four, I think. Fat right? Mass Effect Two had five, I think, through Shadow Broker, which was fucking awesome. I still haven't touched Mass Effect. Shadow Broker is great. I played all the way through Mass Effect, the original one, Thousand yeah. Pointed that, to get ready to play Mass Effect 2. And I didn't want to fucking touch Mass Effect 2 when it came <laughs> out. Waited a few months and then played it. I'm so did, far did behind. Did you play Mass Effect 2 on Insanity? Yeah, I've got all, I got a thousand, I got whatever, uh, 1250 out of 1250 in Mass nice. Effect 2. Adam's finishing up his Insanity run right now. He's yeah. Been, he's, he's been, been cursing been. about it. Did you guys play The Arrival? Yeah, I did. I did not. Was it any good? No. It, it, it didn't do very well. Uh, it was okay. Uh, I shouldn't say it wasn't any good. It was. It, it, the Shadow Broker was just so good. It's hard to top that. Yeah. People are complaining that the Shadow. Too. What's that? Kasumi stole a memory. I remember being pretty good too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was really basic. Yeah. That was like one environment where you better party. Yeah. To party. Yeah. Did you ever finish Dead Space Two? I never played Dead Space Two. You never touched Dead Space Two. And I always want to play Dead Space Two because everyone talks about how the tutorial mission is like the greatest tutorial mission ever. The, the opening level in Dead Space Two is pretty fantastic. I should play it. I should play it. And I'm and I'm still I'm I'm on New Vegas now. That's my current okay. like treadmill game. Well, you can get trapped in there for years mm-hmm. in New Vegas. Yeah, I pretty much am. Years of loading screens. And that I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing that on hardcore mode. We talked about yeah. that a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Did you get your canteen? Keeping up. With, I did. I wanted to say thank you to. JR Cubs, maybe that's Junior Cubs on the site. He sent me the code. He never used his code for the classic pack. Wow. And so he sent it to me. And, I, and I said, Are you sure? Because this is worth 20 bucks on eBay. Can I give you something? He's like, No, just take it. So awesome. That's, that's cool. And he got me my uh, canteen so I don't have to like keep up with water as much. You still do, but not quite as much. Yeah, it's much easier. So it just automatically refills itself? or Every now and then you see a message on the screen saying, You take a sip from your trusty Vault 13 canteen. Oh, so I didn't even touch it. Don't do anything. Oh, wow. In fact, it's weird. They say if you don't play on hardcore, that people who don't need to drink, they, they see that message all the time. They get annoyed by it. Yeah. I, like, I've never played hardcore, and I see it. I, I, like, when the game first came out, I had to look up, like, in the Fallout wiki. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> why do I constantly see this? You're back on Fallout 3 right now, right? Yeah, I'm replaying Fallout 3 right now. That's great. Great game. Yeah. Great fucking game. It Love re- it. It really is. By the way, as soon as I got to the strip... I finally... The strip was, like, the last thing I went to. Mm-hmm. Like, I explored almost the entire desert in New Vegas. As soon as I got to the strip, my loading times on doors have gone way up. Mm-hmm. What it is is that it'll load the thing and it'll go to black like mm-hmm. it's coming out of the door. But then I hear the noise of wherever the environment is that I'm going into and it sits in there for like 20 seconds mm-hmm. and then it all of a sudden it pops in. I hope it doesn't get any worse for you. I hope it doesn't too. So, and also they just patched it. Like just the other yep. day they patched it again and that's the same time so, I had the problem. So mm-hmm. People have suggested a lot of things to me. and that, Like people have said that – you know try. Installing the game to your hard drive, done that. Try installing it to a USB drive, done that. You know, move yeah. your saves to your hard drive and your install to your USB drive, done that. Done it the other way, I've done it all. Delete your, your cache, done that. I've done everything. Someone finally made a suggestion that I hadn't heard the other day, though. They said that that'll happen if you have too many save files. I broke 100 hmm. save files, too, at the same time. So they said if you go back – I haven't played New Vegas again since then. But well, I will when the DLC comes out, so I'm going to test it then. But they said if you delete – you know, most of your save files and just keep the last several, that it improves your load times. Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll try that because I'll, tr- I'll try that and see if it works. And I can actually just – I can just move them to the hard drive. Yeah. Right? Like move yeah, my first just 80. just move them away. I over I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> Especially in that game. Every time I get through doors, like save. save. I don't trust the autosave. Like I'm going to fuck something up. At, at least the file sizes are manageable. I was looking for space a little while ago and I was looking back at old save files. Bioshock? Had like eleven meg save files. Yeah, some games are like. Some and I had like over a hundred saves in Bioshock, and so like every all of my space I, was eaten up by Bioshock save files. I think Fallout saves are bigger than that. Are they? I don't think so. Because I have like seventy something Fallout saves on Fallout Three hmm. still, and I only made it to like a level eleven. That being said, the three hundred and sixty dashboard 
the tools for managing your files are a lot better than they used to be. Yeah, they are. Like you can move whole directories yeah. now. Oh my god, that's that's the best. As opposed to file by file. Did you see the Oblivion special edition just came out? Yeah, uh, like I think the five year anniversary. Yeah, we we missed it on Awu, but yeah, it's it's got all the DLC and everything attached to it for like thirty bucks. All the horse armor. All the horse that's armor. That's cool. So they didn't do anything to the game. They just it's a bundle sale yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's that's a, cool. You know. Was that the first game to have DLC? That was because they had the horse armor. The horse yeah. armor was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was the first game to have DLC. I mean, I'm sure. That's well, the first 360 game to have DLC. Yeah. Because I know that, like, Splinter Cell on the Xbox had DLC and so did Halo 2. Yeah. Yeah, Halo 2 had the the blocks <laughs> yeah. for your storage. Oh, you, right, yeah. You download the, the map pack and it's like, this is 5,000 blocks. It's like, how big is that? It's a block. <laughs> was Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, was that on the Xbox? Uh, That's the one with, like, uh, Spies yes. versus Mercs for the multiplayer, right? Yes, yeah. God, that right. was a fun mode. I don't know if you, if you all ever had mm-hmm. a chance to play that very much. Where, like, one team has to sneak and the other team's, like, the assault. You know, we always uh, kind of have brushed up against and gotten close to working with Ubisoft a lot of different times. And uh, they wanted us to do something with that uh, that mode mm-hmm. from, uh, like, a machinima piece. But we just could never – the way the mode was set up with yeah. the cameras and all that, there was just no way to do it. So it would been fun to work on something like that. Yeah, though. I remember us trying to figure it out. We were in, like – it was, like, the level was, like, a movie theater. And I remember spending, like, a day in that movie theater mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to make it work. And we couldn't – it's a fun game. I think they hired somebody else to do something that was fucking terrible. <laughs> I, th- I think I've seen it, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, is there anything else going on with games? Uh, I'm playing NCAA 12 right now. That came out. Tuesday. I say you've been playing a lot of football games. Yeah, I get obsessed. There's this. We're having this month-long achievement mega race on Achievement Hunter for the three-year anniversary. By the way, dude in first place has 18,000 points right now. Gosh. Uh, I have like 3,000. <laughs> but I get... I got focused in on fucking football games because I play – I've got like 700 points in every football game, and they're relatively easy. They're just time-consuming. So out of the 13 football games between Madden and NCAA, I'm just trying to 1,000-point them all. Yeah, that, those things like like yesterday when I beat Harry Potter, I think I had like 32 of 50 achievements, and I got like 400 points. Yeah. It's like, come on. Give me yeah, more Yeah, it sucks. I've got like over half the achievements in Cars 2, and I have 300 points. <laughs> fucking sucks. Well, but anyway, playing so, Cars 2? Well, Millie and I playing it together. Wowzers. Man. Um, well, it's actually not a bad game. But uh, but yeah, so I'm just I'm in football hell right now because all the stuff on that is like five star recruiting classes and dynasty shit and like I played for five hours last night and got three achievements. There's some of those that are brutal on those football games. There's this one like that I, I finally it's my new nemesis. I finally got it last night at about midnight. But uh, there's an achievement to get what's called an. Uh, your game designated as an ESPN Instant Classic. Oh yeah, and there's no real criteria for it. They just the game just has to determine that oh your game was good enough to be a classic. I had some games last night that were like I had a game, the lead changed five times throughout the game with like four seconds to go in the fourth quarter. I tied it up with a safety. <laughs> wow, <laughs> went into triple overtime and won off a like a off a field goal uh, sneak, and uh, that didn't count. That wasn't an instant classic. No, not at all. It was. I finally the instant classic game was finally a game I lost. Actually, I lost in quadruple overtime or triple overtime. Man, the game you just described would be the most insane, the most game, insane to ever game ever. Watched. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen anything like that. Tied yeah. on a safety would be awesome. <laughs> Tied on a safety and, and ran as the clock was running out. Was were you playing amazing. naturally or were you trying? I was to go playing naturally. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I, you can modify sliders and stuff in those games to try to to turn things in your favor but it's just it's a lot of it's just too much management you know you might as well just play the game so you just put it on like all-star difficulty or heisman difficulty and then just try to keep up Mm -hmm. and that's what i did but yeah and then i spent an hour and a half playing like two minute games like that that are just like every game was like more ridiculous than the last (laughs) before i finally got it and i couldn't do it like i played with alabama i couldn't do it with alabama i finally did the like michigan versus missouri 
I was just looking for a different rivalry mm-hmm. because they say rivalry games give you a better opportunity. And uh, finally, I got it. Like a little little Missouri. brown jug game or that's some shit. Right. Yeah, I don't think of that as being a, yeah, a rivalry that's, game. Yeah, it's SEC and Big Twelve. I don't know. Or wait, no, it's a big. They're both Pac-10 this year. Not Pac-10. Uh, big mm. Big Ten this year. Right? Yeah, neither neither of those mm. teams are in the SEC. Well, whatever. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, big Twelve and Big Ten. Is yeah, I'm pretty thinking, sure but. Michigan's Big Ten. But I don't, but, know, I don't know if Missouri left or Nebraska or left. Nebraska's with Big Ten now. And it, might have been Michigan State. I don't remember, but anyway, it was Michigan and Missouri. I think is Missouri big, t- big Ten now. I don't know. They, I thought they took two of our teams. I know, that, I know Nebraska's gone. Well, big Twelve has the thing. Big Twelve has ten teams, and Big Ten has twelve teams now. That's not confusing at all. No, not at all. Jeff, you're crushing it. You have a ninety-three thousand gamer score at this point. Yeah, I'm trying to hit a hundred thousand this month during the contest. I won't win the contest by any stretch, but I'd like to at least break a hundred thousand. And if I can get past a couple football games, I'll I'll do it because I'm spending way too much time getting like. Three hours to get ten gamers. Oh, dude, that kind of shit. We should talk about game fails. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys launched game fails too. Yeah, yeah, we launched game fails. A hugely successful brand new channel on YouTube. Sure, it's very very awesome. What yeah, is yeah. game fails? It's a new channel and it's a hugely successful new channel. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> uh, oh, I won't help you plug no, your no, shit. No, then. I'm just kidding. Uh, so so you know, fails of the week is very popular. It's turned out to be pretty successful. But uh, and we make a, an episode of fails of the week every Friday. For those that don't know, that is ten funny Halo Reach fails. Uh, that Jack selects, and then we make commentary over. And uh, we've, to date, since last September when we started it, we've received like 75,000 submissions. Mm-hmm. And I think Jack is still on October of last year on the yeah. submissions because we just can't get them no. on. Yeah. So, but it's like all that great content that we just can't get to. So we created a new uh, YouTube channel. We have to figure out a way to integrate it into achievementhunter.com too, where it's just like, just the fails, like the 20, 30-second fails uh, in little bite-sized chunks. We put like five a day up, and it's not just Halo Reach. I mean, we've got so we got a really funny Grand Theft Auto one up right now. I'm watching it right some, now. The helicopter, the one? helicopter one, yeah. yeah it's funny. Got some Left 4 Dead ones. Uh, a lot of Call of Duty. We're actually having a contest this week. The best uh, Call of Duty fails get 1600 MS points. Wow, yeah. they have to yeah. submit it by submit tomorrow. Submit it by tomorrow night at midnight. And so. they can find all that information on midnightcsachievementhunter.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think we'll do. Uh, I think we'll do a, uh, a contest a week like that. Yeah. So like next week, you know, next week the- we- theoretically it'll be like Left for Dead. Next or, week's gonna or be Left Years Dead. of War. Yeah. Next next week will be Left for Dead. Yeah, I think so. All right. So prep your Left for Dead. Yeah. Clips. So, but yeah, if you go to youtube.com slash gamefails or soon achievementhunter.com, you can just go and watch like I think we've got about seventy five of them up. We put up another five or six a day. Nice. Let's go and subscribe, yeah. and we'll be doing contests, giving yeah, away stuff. It's doing really well. But we're still we're still kind of like you know feeling out exactly what we want to do with it as far as you know everything goes, but it's going well. Do you have a recommendation for people who are submitting game fails, like what it would take to get on there, or um, what's something that turned you guys off where you won't put it up? Uh, I'll tell you right now, the average Call of Duty uh, submission is fucking terrible. <laughs> what's like, terrible about I it? I think it's just like, and I don't mean to generalize, but the average Call of Duty fan doesn't seem to understand the concept of fails like the best part about and the reason we started fails of the week is because we're all fucking terrible at halo and we do the dumbest shit and it's like i'm never gonna make one of those top 10 highlight reels so why not do the opposite and just have you know be a little self-deprecating and be like haha look how terrible i was i fucking you know i shot the blast door with my rocket launcher and killed my entire team yada 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 and uh but all and everybody seems to get that across the board but all the call of duty ones are like yeah, this dude totally tried to snipe me, but he failed because I fucking owned him. Yeah, and that's he gets that like four hundred times a day. Yeah, it's it's like, like, yeah, check out this guy failing, trying to get me with a tomahawk. Owned. It's like, that's yeah, it. like the other team failed miserably. Yeah. Like when I go through fails of the week now, when I when I'm re- I, like we we ask people to do descriptions. Anytime it's like the other team failed, I just delete it. I don't even look at the clip. It's like no, no, <laughs> or no, that's like, not what watch we're here this for. guy delete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not we're not trying to inflate your ego, folks. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. 
Interesting. So people try to, yeah, like you said, inflate their ego and make their skills seem better. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me being a badass. Like I failed miserably. I got last stand. It was awesome. Yeah. Perfection. Huh? I called yeah. it a nuke. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Their whole town failed because I killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. So we don't like those clips. No. Funny ones, though. Like, there was one as a Call of Duty fail where a guy's defusing the bomb as the time is running out in the game, and it, like, diffuses and then explodes. And it says, <laughs> it's like, bomb defuse, kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. That's stuff, like, stuff like that. That's, that's or, awesome. or one guy called in a care package, and it, I, I, this is up right now. He called in a care package, and he's, like, standing around waiting for it to drop, and it hits the roof next to him, goes straight up in the air, and just crushes him. <laughs> Perfectly. That was funny. That was very funny. I watched it a couple times. That ever happened to you in the Army? Uh, no, it happened to a dude I knew briefly. <laughs> you, you pushed a woman under one. <laughs> yeah, I pushed a female journalist under one. <laughs> All right, well let's. Uh, we should probably wrap this shit up. Wait a minute. We'll there was something long. you want to talk about with uh, that you read on Slashdot. Oh, shit. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I should bring that up real fast. So I read this story on Slashdot. <laughs> it's a little unbelievable, um, and I, I, I'm, I'm going off my memory here, but I believe it was in Minnesota. This family moves into a house. Uh, their neighbor's kid wanders over, four-year-old kid, wanders over to their house. So they you know, they pick the kid back up to take him back to the neighbor. As they're carrying the, the kid back over, they give the kid a kiss, I guess, while carrying him, give the kid back to the neighbor, and the neighbor's like, they're, they're pedophiles. So then the neighbor goes on a vendetta, uh, hacks their web key for their Wi-Fi, logs into their Wi-Fi, sends threatening emails to the vice president, uploads child pornography to fake MySpace pages, and then uh, tries to get them arrested. The FBI investigates because this guy's sending death threats to the vice president. And the FBI realizes that it wasn't him. It was his neighbor. Uh, so they arrested him. They gave him a plea deal to go to prison for two years. The guy turned it down and got sentenced to 18 years in prison. <laughs> what? I read that this morning. What a fucking asshole that guy was. Wow. But still, I, you, you can have some sympathy for somebody who fucks up on the plea deal thing. Yeah. I mean, 16 years of his life. Could have taken two and he got 18 years, man. Eight, I mean, eight, I'm sure the guy's an asshole and he committed a crime and he should go to jail. But I think everyone can identify with the dude yeah. who's like, oops. No, no, but that's like, uh, that's like a level of like mental instability. I don't think that guy should ever be out. This guy went like on a, a calculated attack. You know, this, like cracking this, they said it took him a couple weeks to crack the, web, crack the web password. Like, you know, he kept at it. Like the anger didn't just like hit him. He did something, he, you know, out of pure emotion. No, he kept methodically working at it. Also... As a parent, I'm not too crazy about strangers kissing my kid, but it sounds like it, they knew each other and they were neighbors. No, they had just moved in. Oh, really? I think they were just meeting. But I had, you've had two four-year-olds at this point in your life now. Correct. They're no longer four. Can, had, do you ever remember a time when your four-year-olds got out of your house no. and went to a neighbor's house and you were so unaware that you didn't notice it? Right. No. I was going to say, fuck on, I can dude. see why the four-year-old was wandering the neighborhood by themselves if this guy has time to you know sit there and try to crack a password for two weeks straight, you know? I mean, dude, if my kid's not in the room, I'm not, like, lording over her, but I would, my, my ears always cocked listening. And yeah. I, I, if I hear a fucking door open in the house and I'm not aware of it, then I'm at the front door trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or it's a ghost. Or it's a ghost. <laughs> no, it's true. When you have kids in the house, every now and then you just yell their names for no reason at all. If your parents ever did that, that's why. Because they just want to yeah. know where the hell you are. It's true. Yeah, you totally do that. Yep. You just, like, you give the stern voice. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Child like, sonar, basically. I'm, I'm watching Dora. And you're like, okay, you better be. <laughs> Keep it that way. I wish I heard that. I usually hear something drop or something. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> something metal hit the Nothing. floor. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just unbelievable. Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 what he did and then the sentence. I still think the craziest thing I've ever heard along those same lines is 
the woman who killed the girl by posing as the boy. Oh. And she drove her crazy to the point where the girl killed herself. Oh, yeah, this? Yeah. yeah, she was the friend's mom. Yeah, she was two girls at a high school, and they were friends. And as teenage girls tend to do, they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And one of the girl's moms made up a boy on Facebook and started like posting as him and befriended her daughter's now nemesis. And then had this like relationship with her, and then for like system- over a year, and then like broke up with her and systematically like destroyed her and broke her down to where the girl killed herself. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's just like one of the fucking craziest things and, ever. And what ever. what she did wasn't technically illegal, I don't think. So there was no way to prosecute her. And then the lady refused to move out of the neighborhood and was like, if the, uh, those parents have a problem with me, they need to move out. God. And she's like, just a total absolute cunt. It's, wow. it's, it's not even – cunt doesn't even describe just a it. just despicable human Yeah, that's awful. That's, that's, that's a fucking maniac. That's, that's evil is what that it is. is. It is. That's evil. evil. It's pure evil. You just got to hope that karma exists God. for people like that. Mm-hmm. Supply crate's going to drop on her head. Let's hope so. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Jeez. What a way to bring it all back together. <laughs> oh, man. What a depressing – way, way to end it. Let's talk about something happy. Do, does anyone have anything positive to say before we leave? Where are uh, we going to lunch? Yeah, where, where's lunch going to be? I don't, I don't even have you anything know, positive oh, about that. We Terry's. This we week we had to cook a bunch of steaks because Michael uh, from Rage Quit sent us a bunch of steaks. And then we had a barbecue on Friday and we thawed them out. They're like these Omaha steaks. And so we thawed them out and then, oh, since we thawed them out, we had to use them. Because yeah. we didn't use them for the barbecue. So we were eating steaks the first two days of this week. They were awesome. Thank you, Michael. Also, Bernie and I know how to make brisket now. That is true. That is true. true. It's very, very tasty. When are we going to do that again? I'm going to make some Friday. You're going to make some on Friday, I was just thinking uh, Thursday on the way home from work, I would go pick up a a slab of brisket Mm -hmm. and then get in. Because we now know it doesn't take 12 hours. It takes about nine, maybe eight. So I'll just start at like 8 a.m. when I get in on Friday morning. And you want to do it and then eat it in the afternoon? Eat it at six or five, yeah. Or you could show up to work like at three in the morning and have it ready for lunch. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Do that. How much, how much is a, a slab of brisket? It was twenty two dollars. Wow! What, yeah. dude? We had that. We had a that barbecue. How many pounds? How, how heavy was this? It was eleven pounds. We, that whole barbecue, we fed like seventy people. That was like a hundred and forty dollars worth of meat. And that was wow! Yeah. yeah, the brisket is fucking cheap. It's about two bucks a pound. That is where we went. Ridiculous. And cheap. that was competition brisket. Well, we got competition grade. <laughs> what does brisket. that mean? He's like. He was like, this we is... T- we can't tell you. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, okay. you got to be in. Yeah. We found a uh, old school Texas butcher shop. You should get a grill and live at that place, man. Because I, ha- I have a grill. I don't live there yet. Though. I got a, a ribeye. I'm holding my fingers really wide apart, so... No, no. I got a ribeye that thick. No. He did, dude. I'm not kidding. I saw it. It's like, like two and a half inches. Yeah. It was like... It would tip over Fred Flintstone's car. <laughs> <laughs> That's how big a ribeye this was. Thing it was it bone-in? It was awesome. Uh, no, not the ribeye. No. Okay. No. I love some bone-in ribeyes. The T-bones are bone-in. Those people were so accommodating, too. Like, we saw the lady, like, prepping jalapenos. And we're like, what are you doing? She's like, uh, we make this jalapeno uh, where we take jalapenos and we put cheese and sausage in them and then wrap them in bacon. We're like, oh, we do something kind of similar, but without the sausage. And she was like, well, I'll make that for you if you want. Just call me the day before and tell me how many you want, what you want. I'll put anything in a jalapeno. I'll just let me know. Wow. wow. Yeah. And they were like, you want any special sausage? Because uh, I was, they had this like hot links, and I was like, "Oh, are these pretty hot?" And they go, "Not really, just a little crushed red pepper." But they have a little bit of bite, and I was like, uh, "I, I kind of, I like, I like stuff really spicy." And they're like, "Oh, well, do you want us to make you some like some habanero sausage or something? Just let wow. us know. I'll make it." Yeah, that's it. I'm fucking going there. Yeah, they were fantastic. Okay, I want to cool. go there now for lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you said you don't cook your meat very much, right? Just put it on the hood of your car, drive back go. to the <laughs> office, and it'll be done. Exactly right. Just leave it in the bed <laughs> in the sun. The slaughtered man shack. Just flip it, and then we, uh, <laughs> the rest of the way. We should probably mention that we will be at Comic Con. Oh shit, we'll be at Comic. 
Comic Con. And week. when you're listening to the next podcast next Wednesday, w- it'll be the first day of Comic Con. Booth 1437. 1437. And an appearance this year will be Bernie Burns, Matt Hullum, Brandon Farmahini, uh, Griffin Ramsey, Griffin Ramsey, yeah. Kathleen Zelch. Did you say Matt Hullum? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Yo, Mary Cruz, and uh, is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. No, pa- no panel this year? Not money. Not going to? We don't no. know. No. Comic-Con panels are weird. Like, we, we don't know right up until the moment we're Yeah, there. we yeah. got okay. it last minute last time, so. As of now, no check, panel. Check the website, just in case. Yeah, it, things, it's, things it's, could change. It's uh, probably a no. Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll let you know next podcast if we did get a panel, and then if uh, we do have it, we'll post it at the booth as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll you know, also talk about it on the front page. And then next month we have PAX in Seattle as part of Halo Fest, and we were doing a bunch of – we were on the phone yesterday doing a lot of planning for the stuff in Halo Fest. They have a great. machinima contest they're doing for that, right? That is correct, and we're helping to judge the machinima contest. And one of the prizes in that is a walk-on role um, in red versus blue, a voice role. Nice. Um, awesome. we're, can can, I, I, can yeah. I apply? You can, yeah, sure. You should apply. <laughs> we're assuming if people can make a machinima, then they have the ability to record their voice. So <laughs> you can be immortalized forever. In a Red versus Blue episode. Hey, do you guys know what the big property is at Comic-Con this year? Like, are there any movie? I guess Captain America. There'll be a lot of Captain America stuff. Uh, America. Cowboys and Aliens will probably be. Cowboys and Aliens. Some stuff there. Because it opens after, right, at the week after Comic-Con. Hmm. Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. What was that last year? It was all Scott Pilgrim and Red Faction Armageddon. What was oh, Scott man. Pilgrim last year? It was two years ago, wasn't was it? Was it two years ago? I yeah. think so. It's like everywhere you turned. Red Faction was definitely last year. And a lot of Kenny Powers uh, trucks driving. Oh, around. yeah. There were a lot of Kenny Powers I, don't think I went last year. You did not. No. You no. All right. Awesome. So come see us at Comic-Con and uh, see us at PAX at Halo Fest next month. Buy lots of stuff. Yay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.